0: podcast another episode um as always this is justin and yeah pretty consistent so far you know <laughs> uh, maybe one day i will be so consistent that i don't have to keep reminding you that i've been consistent so yeah anyways um crazy news broke yesterday with uh john jones will be returning to fight at heavyweight against cyril god uh the crazy thing about the whole uh Matchmaking of that fight is Francis Nagano has now um, vacated the U- UFC heavyweight title and ma- and also making him a free agent. I guess the UFC has released him or he's quit. You know, like who knows? Right? There's so much. We heard Dana White's side of the story. We have got Francis' side, so it's definitely interesting. Um, it's definitely gonna shake up the heavyweight division in the ufc and honestly what i want to talk about is how it how it, uh, relates to curtis blades um honestly i've been a fan of his for a while you know it's hard not to be uh he's a great fighter and, you know he's down to earth He's pretty respectable and he just goes in and fights you know he tries his best he may win he may lose but at the end of the day curtis blades is a great uh, mixed martial artist and it just sucks to see that um, he constantly is getting jumped over. Um, I guess in the lineup of uh, the heavyweight division, you know, John. I honestly think John Jones versus Cirigliano is. It's not a fight I was really wanting to matchmake with. It was always either Stipe versus John Jones, Francis with John Jones, or personally. Curtis Blades, I think Curtis Blades uh, against John Jones would have been a better matchup instead of Cyril Gaon. But hey, I guess Khan just recently fought for the title. He beat tied to Ibasa. but hey, there's Curtis Blades. You know he beat Tom Aspinall, so that's a that's a huge win. I honestly think that's a bigger win to grant a title fight um, than being tied to wasa that's an opinion you know um but look at the record like aspinall was basically set up to fight curse blades and uh with a win over blades he definitely would have been fighting for title but curse blades had a different outcome of that fight in mind <laughs> he was rocking them pretty quick until that injury happened I honestly think it would have been over even before like or sorry, not before. But uh yeah, I guess it would have been before the injury, you know. I think he would have finished him. He was just I don't know, he looks so good. And it's hard to see that a guy like him is getting overlooked for I don't know why. I honestly don't I don't get it. He's a great fighter. Um I've never seen a guy so overlooked when it comes to matchmaking. But Curtis Blaze hasn't fought for a title. And I think they kind of know he's not, like, a big talker. You know, he doesn't really talk smack. You know, he doesn't really go on the mic and just be like, hey, you suck, and this guy sucks, and I'm the best, and everybody, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> he doesn't do that. He, he's respectful, and he's a hard worker. Like, how can you not get behind that as a fan of the sport? A lot of these guys see Conor McGregor and um colby covington and they just want to be like hey that's cool you know like but sometimes it's kind of not it's not really something that the sport has you know you gotta you gotta make that character and it was cool back in the day when like nobody wanted to watch a sport and now we got like different skill sets different you know breeds of fighters and it's like okay well we've established what we wanted you know we got the character fighters you know kind of slipping away but uh you know it's we only had that be so we get eyes on people you know look at t ortiz he had to separate himself somehow and he did he got that blonde hair fire shorts Chuck Liddell, Mohawk, blue ice um, shorts. So there's a lot like Tank Abbott, beard, just like his background, right? Like just crazy, crazy um, gimmicks, I guess you could say. And it worked. These guys were, they needed eyes on them so they can get promoted which in turn made the money with sponsors and whatever. So I'm not knocking those guys for doing what they did to have a gimmick. And, you know, it's kind of past that point. Like we don't have that anymore, which me as a person that's followed the sport forever kind of misses it. You know, like I'm a huge Tito Ortiz fan. And hey, I, I'm sorry. I apologize if everyone's listening to these and they're just getting bored because I keep bringing up Tito. Yes, you can call me a fanboy. You can whatever. I'm a huge fan. Only because he got me into this amazing sport, right? Like, I if I if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have all these posters on my wall of like fights I've been to, and um, you know, legendary fights between like Randy Couture and James Tony, you know, like fights like that. You know, it's crazy. Um, anyways, going off a little tangent there, but anyways, yeah, Curse Blaze doesn't do that. He doesn't talk smack. He is as real as it gets, you know, like that, he's that definition of the old school UFC tagline as real as it gets. He is a beast in that cage. You know, sure, he's been knocked out a couple of times. But if you're going to get uppercutted by um, Derek Lewis, you're going out, too. I don't care. I don't care who, you know, says anything about blades getting knocked out or whatever or how bad it looked anybody gets hit cleanly by Derek Lewis they're going to sleep like and Curtis Blades was winning that fight a guy that wasn't supposed to be winning like he goes out and wins and people forget how good he is so I don't know it's it's kind of disappointing I don't really get disappointed when fights are made like Cyril Gan versus John Jones that's a cool fight that's a that's a money fight but realistically who is asking for that fight I know I didn't really hear many people saying Cyril's name against uh, Jones, but I guess with Francis Nagano, it, I don't know. Like Stepe, John Jones would have been cool. I don't. Know, I guess Cyril was more active, but I don't know. It's. I personally think now, Curtis Blades is going to be in a put in another position, where his contention. Spot is threatened uh, when he fights Sergey. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy how the sport works. You know, some guys have an easy path to title. Some guys don't. Um, I guess it's all you make of it. Because I was reading Chris Blades' response, and he's cool with it. He just wants to fight guys ahead of him. But beating uh, Tom Aspinall, I think he earned it. I honestly think he. Was ready for a title shot, but hey, you bring John Jones in the mix and everything changes. Dude's a huge money draw, and he's always been that way. You know, he's since he's been winning titles, you know, he's undefeated basically. Um, the only person that's beat John Jones, in my opinion, is John Jones. <laughs> like, he, he has that record, like that loss to Matt Hamill, but hey, he did that. He didn't know the rules, or I guess I don't know. But like I said, John Jones always beats John Jones. Um, but yeah, he's always been a draw for the sport, and Dana White sees that hey, we're losing our champion. Maybe it's because one of I guess I don't I don't know the whole story, but I guess one of Nagano's family or uh friends of family who was wearing a pfl t-shirt and i don't know maybe they think he was in discussion with the pfl but why not right like he's uh he's looking for the best for him and his family i think he knows he doesn't have much longer in the sport you know because heavyweights don't really have a long lifespan in the division and it's not because they're out of shape or whatever, but there's a lot of damage they take. Like, one punch, it can put you back a few months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, hey, it's interesting. It is a very interesting uh, time in the heavyweight division. But, hey, we're, we're kind of used to it. Like, uh, Boss Rutan did it. I'm pretty sure Randy Couture did it. A lot of these UFC heavyweight fi- um, fighters, they did the same thing. They wanted a bigger contract, you know. They want more money. They just leave the leave, you know. They don't they, uh I think they know how much damage they are willing to take and how much they can uh, receive. So, yeah, it's it's a crazy, crazy division right now. Um and with Francis gone, who knows where he's going, but I just think Curtis Blades sets up that third fight with Nakano. He's just, that's his kryptonite fighter for sure. Like, I wrote an article about um, kryptonite fighters. Like, Rampage had Vanderlei. Tito had Chuck. Chuck had Rampage. Um, Rich Franklin had Anderson. So, you know, like, there's a bunch. Anyways, I think Curtis Blades has Francis Francis Nagano as his uh, kryptonite fighter. It just no matter how hard he tries, like he's beating him the first fight, and then doctor came in, stopped it because it was I. Second fight, I personally think he just got clipped. Like he got clipped behind the back of the ear, which puts anyone out. So, Um, I definitely think. I would love to have seen uh, Curtis Blades get that John Jones fight or even a title shot fight, which I guess with Nagano leaving, it's definitely a title fight. So it is what it is. I guess it's the sport of MMA, which could put an asterisk beside it and call it the business of MMA. You definitely have all these people that are in it for the business, and John Jones will make a ton of money for the UFC when he returns. You got the new fans, you got the old fans, you got fans that like him, you got fans that hate him that are gonna tune in for that fight. Not sure what Cyril big, brings to the table on this one. You know, skilled fighter, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to be like, this guy sucks, you know, he's not gonna do anything, blah, blah. blah. I just don't think he is much of a... draw, you know, he's not that blockbuster type fighter... to equal, you know, like... John Jones... Um, at the, like, the... pay-per-view... like, for people rushing to get the pay-per-view... yeah, I can't even talk... <laughs> um... but, like, if it was John Jones versus Nagano... damn, that would have be been huge... um... I know a lot of people hate the Curtis Blades fight John Jones but hey why not? I think Blades is a definitely more well-rounded heavyweight fighter that would showcase um John Jones heavyweight skill set a little bit better than Francis Nagano. Um not sure what Cyril's going to bring to the table against Jones. Who knows even if John Jones is like I'm, t- I'm talking as if John Jones is going to be a like destroyer at heavyweight, he's a light heavyweight. He's coming to their world, so hey, who knows, right? Who knows? I just uh, really would have preferred Curtis Blades to get some recognition. He just seems overlooked. Nobody talks about him at all until he po- like comes out with a post, and no one's saying like, "Oh, I didn't Blades get it," or it's just it's the weirdest thing. Is the guy can't get promoted when he's the best, he's one of the best, so, interesting, fun fact, almost interviewed uh, Curtis Blades, back in the day, when uh, I was with 1UP uh, MMA, and uh, No Filter MMA, we almost got a Curtis Blades interview, so, yeah, that would have been cool, um, really, I know um, Austin Mar he's uh put on a, like this podcast before he's got a curse blades interview which is pretty cool I edited it you know I put a little bit of flair in the beginning and stuff <laughs> but anyways yeah I was all Austin he got got a sick interview with uh, blades and uh, yeah makes you uh, be like damn it's uh how cool is this guy you know like he's he's talking with guys that I'm like running with so it's pretty cool anyways that's a little of my my one little fun fact that i have uh (laughs) i'll throw in like a personal fun fact i guess anyways i think that's it i think i rambled on enough and uh you're probably getting ready to turn it off so appreciate you guys listening and uh yeah definitely uh have fun with doing these so yeah thank you if you listen and uh appreciate it all right peace